Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Take me to the magic of the moment on a glory night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. Hello, Mother. And Whistly Pete's right. here. Hello, Mother. Now then, Hi, gentle mom. peeps, former Chelsea and France man, Frank Leboeuf, Frank Lebeef. is now getting work in films. Aren't we all? His latest film, Allies, sees him play the leader of a French resistant group in World War II. Um, his short part in the film sees him, as it's described, in scenes of extreme violence, shooting and shouting. If it's a film about the French Resistance, I presume it's quite a short film anyway. <laughs> his, part, his part will be very, very small. That's very naughty. It is a bit naughty, actually, on, on Remembrance Sunday the day after as well. Sorry about yeah. that. I mean, that's, that's what's officially called. Yeah, but the film's called Allies, so it's Fair not enough. about the French Resistance. He's also, he also plays a doctor in the new biopic about Stephen Hawking's life. He could win an Oscar. He, really? yeah. he could, he could yeah. sort of win an Oscar. I, th- I think he is actually doing serious acting. Oh work. yeah, he, he totally is. Yeah, right, I okay. mean, he's he said that he's he's wanted to be an actor since he was a, a child. That's right. right yeah. His family are really into film, and he he wanted to do that actually ahead of football and before football. But football just took off because he's again his family were involved. So he's um he's putting the graft in. He's not uh, just oh, rocking is... up like Vinnie Jones, you know. And and he went to Los Angeles for two years to train, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Well, he couldn't train in France. Yeah. I don't know, but he's got Hollywood in his sights. Yeah. Mm. The home of Alan Delon, and he has to go to L.A. <laughs> the home of the French New Wave. Outrageous, LeBeouf. <laughs> the home of the French Resistance. Yeah. Um, uh, right then. Well, who's your favourite footballer? Come actor, Jim. Right. Well, as we all know, I love a bit of weird trivia. We all love a bit of weird trivia. I'm just <laughs> going to put it out there. A twelve-year-old Fitz Hall is in the Fifth Element. <laughs> that's excellent. Wow, that's yeah. a big one. So weird. I think I'm just... above now. That's yeah. the point. <laughs> See there. there we go. It's, it apparently, he's, he's, I think he's pretty much just an extra, and he's in there in a really, really early scene. But wow. it's, he's one of those extras where he's wearing something that's particularly flashy, so it catches your eye. And apparently, like he's always played it down. But every now and then, like mates of his ring him up and go. Are you in the fifth element? <laughs> one size. One a size. child. Yeah. Is, he, is, he, is he in the credits as one size? I would hope so. <laughs> you know, he's actually converted to a striker as well. Right. So the one size thing, it's just working all over the place, yeah. isn't it? You tell him anywhere. Mm. That's fantastic. Why would you play it down if you. Oh, I know, yeah. It's a good film, that. Have you seen the fifth element? Yeah, I was about to, I yeah. just realised what I was saying. Hey, Pete, it's all Pete, right, it's a bit of a laugh. Your hair isn't a million miles away from a fifth element character, go. if you don't mind me talking yeah. about it. sorry. Uh, from a. a, a, um, a Gary, Gary Oldman in that. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of hair. Yeah. Luke, what are you going for? Um, I had a number of... Th- I, th- I think I'm just going to play to the crown and go for Monsieur Cantona. Yeah. Because, because, because I tell you, he's excellent in that uh, Cronenberg advert. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Finding Eric, was it called? Yeah, he's in that. He's good in that. He's also... Uh, I think a number of other things. From memory, he's in that period drama, Elizabeth. Yes, which was really is. well reviewed. I think that's probably his biggest role, role in terms yeah. of the credibility and the, the success of the film. But I was also going to go for Doc- ex-Doctor Who, Matt Smith, who used to play for... Um, I think he used, apparently used to play for Northampton Town. Is that right? Oh, right. He had to retire through injury. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, so. Saucy. Um, I could have gone for him, but I thought I'd play to the crowd. It's the equivalent of you guys just saying Sven or Craig Brown. I'll it go isn't, for Cantona. Yeah. It isn't. That's a far more uh, <laughs> deadly weapon. Uh, Peter. Uh, I would go for, of course, Alan Shearer in the film Goal, mm. where mm. he's where the the main fella is doing some leg uh, exercises, and, oh, then, yeah. and then Alan <laughs> Shearer says, "Get up your way" or something. He says he wants That's to use right. the machine, and then he sets. He looks at what the lad's been lifting on his on his thigh, mm. and he uh, bumps it up by at least a hundred kilograms, and then yeah. just starts doing massive leg lifts. That's right. He's also in the film. Alan Shearer is also in a film, a very charming film called Purely Belter. Have you seen that? <laughs> <About> two- <laughs> I must admit, I did not <laughs> watch that. 
remember the name. Purely, remember Bel- ah, purely yeah. Belter, like about two Geordie kids. Who, oh, uh, I mean, that was yeah. terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, Alan Shearer, I think it's just from memory, I haven't seen it for a very long time. I think Alan Shearer rocks up at some point in an open top car and says something smug. <laughs> mm. Very similar to the role he played in goal, which is obviously a very smug role too. Yeah, yeah. and All the role he doesn't match the day. Hey, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to get in touch, it's a good one. I mean, there's obviously one or two others in goal or goal two, too, which I haven't seen. But Debeck's in that one, I believe. Yes, yeah, because he goes to Real Madrid, doesn't he? Yeah, Newcastle's not good enough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, big enough, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I have uh, Jonas Gutierrez for the advert that he did um, for, I think it was like a car manufacturer in Newcastle, oh, right. where the kid going, I'm going to hit the post or something from like halfway, and Jonas goes, Nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. Jonas will be back soon. Yeah. He will be back soon. Great news. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Honourable mentions to Ali McCoist in that one with uh, Robert Duval. McCoist, he is in a film, isn't he? I remember that now. Was it Robert Duval? I think it was. He was in, he was in the film with. Can't quite remember. It's definitely ringing a bell. Mm. Paul um, Jewell. <laughs> He's not acting. That's yeah. pure. That's raw footage. That's raw yeah. footage. Yeah, that's, that's uh, CCTV. Yeah. That is the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. <laughs> of football Fans footage abomination. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I would go further. That. That's Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. It's in the horror genre. Yeah. Yeah. Driller killer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh, the family jewels. Yeah. Um, but of course, I'm going to have to go for, for Stan Collymore in Basic Instinct 2. Very yeah. short role. Mm. In the beginning, doesn't he die in a car crash very early on? Don't give it Sorry away. Sorry for the spoilers. Don't give it away. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's so many people who haven't gotten around to watching that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> Franklin Booth said, actually, because I read the, the same interview you obviously did, Marcus, um, I think he's died in like literally half of everything he's been in. Mm. He's been killed in. Which Just, is I don't interesting. Think, I don't think, on that note, I don't think Tom Cruise dies in many films. Well, he's always there at the end. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's a, he's a leading Hollywood yeah, man. That's always, I mean, that generally happens. Yeah. You can think, say the same about Nicolas Cage. No, but I think I think Tom Cruise might be known for it. He dies in uh, well, the say it. Wicker Man. Yeah, he does. Oh, you idiot! He does. He goes the bees. I was about to watch that. <laughs> oh, um, don't bother. Do oh, not bother. The bees. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to present the rest of the show. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> uh, I, I think Jim's got to got got to. Yeah, have fair, that's fair enough. Yeah, that is fair, fair enough. Thanks, that is fair enough. I was going to. I mean, nobody's fact checked it. He could just be talking absolute nonsense. But, but if, yeah. in a way, if, well. if you have just made it up, I respect it more because it's quite a good thing to mm. make up. <laughs> yeah, it's very niche, very niche indeed. There's also a very interesting um, appearance by Graham Sooners playing himself in the Boys from the Black stuff. That's right. If any of you've seen. It. I've only watched it out of context. Sammy Lee's so, in that scene. Yeah, Sammy Lee's very awkward in it as well. But it's, what's the guy? Is it Yossa Hughes? The character's name yeah, was this that's mustachioed right. scouse man who comes into like this him. like charity event. Yeah, and they have this very stunted, awkward conversation about how they look alike and they also look like Magnum PI, and it's it, it's baffling. I'm sure <laughs> it makes sense if you've seen the whole whole episode. If you haven't, it's worth looking up. We well, should also mention Escape to Victory, otherwise everyone will tweet. Yeah, yeah so how can you not uh, mention that? Kevin Keegan was in Jossie's Giants a bit. Yeah. Mm. Superstars that time when is he fell off the bike. Gary Mabbitt's in one of these sort of young kids. Yeah, film, I think um, he is. Yeah, TV shows around oh, football um, as well. Sol Campbell in um, is it Snatch or Lockstock? Yeah, he's in. He's a place of Dorman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he Dorman, yeah, because he was another who said he wanted to um, act after football. He's a strange one, though, yeah. isn't he? In fact, at one point he left an Arsenal game at half time, yeah. claiming he was then going to become an actor. <laughs> well, Gary Mabbitt is insulin with a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Yeah, indeed. I just wanted to wrap this Marcus up. Marcus's giddy aren't. Premier League. Well, they're only League games. Premier League time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, that's like the school bell at lunchtime, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> um, uh, both uh, North London clubs had nightmares. Yeah. It's, it's weekends like this where I think we're almost glad to have each other. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, uh, Stoke with a, with a great result really away to, to Spurs and um, uh, Bojan or B- Boyan as they're called well, what's that calling about Boyan now maybe that well it's obviously the way they, they think it's pronounced well, I know that but I don't know why he's suddenly become that it's like when Jermaine Jenner's become Jermaine Genus yeah. but maybe Genus had a little word with him mm. possibly maybe it's come from the, from the horse's mouth so to speak yep. so we'll let it fly mm. ok well, well Bojan or Boyan whatever we fancy got his first for, for, for Stoke yeah, yeah. him um, it, it's, it is quite strange that he is at Stoke because obviously he's played at Barcelona for a few years and then went to Roma, also played at Milan and Ajax. Now, M- Milan aside there, those three clubs, especially when he was at Roma, I believe, if my memory serves me well, they play a, v- a certain style of football, mm. which, um, the, well, the Premier League doesn't really lend itself an awful lot to, I suppose, in, in the main. And, and certainly a team like Stoke, that's no disrespect to Stoke, they're having a, a good season. And, and they well, they play slightly more progressively than they have done in the past. No, if, no, no this yeah. is not a whole, they just lump it long, yeah. but I'm saying the, the, the general physicality. Style, yeah, exactly, is you would be surprised that he's he's gone there and not another. Yeah, I, I yeah, think but fair play to. Stoke I think he should be 
applauded for doing it. Yeah. And I think Stoke should be applauded for, for and Mark Hughes should be applauded for, for convincing him to come yeah. to the Which club. Which backs up your point that they are playing a more progressive yeah, style. The, the Pulis football's gone. Mm. Very much so. Yeah, well, Mark Hughes has come in and he's obviously um, he's changed the way they've played slightly. I thought they, they did very well. They've had a couple of showpiece uh, away results now, Stoke. Obviously, mm. they beat City at City. Uh, you know, it's, it's difficult to, to, to talk about how good Stoke were without talking about how bad Spurs were because Spurs were genuinely really bad. Yeah. I mean, mm. like terrible. They're completely listless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But did Stoke make them look bad, or was it all? Well, yeah, they probably. Let, let's analyse the goal. Boyan Bojan, whatever you want to call him, he picked up the ball mm. just in front of the, ha- the halfway line. Then he ran down the pitch, <laughs> and then he shot from really far out, <laughs> and it went in. You're doing it. I know that's a very basic <laughs> way of looking ridiculous. at it. it but it didn't so, like that's a bit like so many opportunities for people to like put a challenge in. Carlos Alberto's going for Brazil in the 1970. No, no, because I think that I think that he just ran down the pitch. It's indicative of the flimsy, weak, inconsistent players that Spurs have got throughout their team. They're right. looking at each other, not want to take responsibility, and not got any real. I mean, Cabal, whose best years are behind him, probably. Um, and Harry Kane, who obviously loves the shirts, he's he's a, he's a local boy and all that sort of stuff. Other than that, I mean, who's in there making? Who's taking responsibility? In Chadley. I think to be fair to him, Chadley's. He's, I think he scored once last season. He's got six already this year. Yeah, okay, fine. He's doing well. Um, I think that. Uh, so I, I just feel sorry for Pochettino. I feel sorry for Larice as well. Pochettino yeah, is a great player. Lamella and Eriksson. So can certainly do it. Yeah, not often first when I can't remember who absolutely muffed up at the back. He's just gone. What are you? What yeah. do you think your Fazio, job is? Yeah, what Fazio, do you yeah. Think your and job Kyle, is? Kyle Norton as well. My God, like, what a boneheaded thing to do when you've just got a goal back in. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's his second record of the season. Yeah. Right? I, I just think he's a player there. I mean, he's a young lad. You don't want to hate on him too much, but he just doesn't seem good enough. Look at that, that Fazio. I mean, the Fazio thing summed it up. He had two clearances. One was a header, one was where he just needed to put the foot, his foot through the ball. Couldn't even put mm. his foot through the ball. Couldn't mm. even take responsibility to put his foot through the ball and clear it. It's so weak, so weak will. <laughs> None of them take responsibility. Um, I, mean, I, I ratted on them a bit last week so I don't want to do it too much again obviously Stoke were decent Stoke, and Stoke probably saw um, and Mark Hughes has got his flaws as a manager of course he has but Mark Hughes and Stoke have clearly just been briefed um, or Stoke have been briefed for the manager to say look get right up amongst them because, they, because I'll tell you something after five minutes those fans will get in the players' backs mm, the yeah. players will be scared to do anything and I don't, have a, I don't, I don't particularly blame fans for booing the team because it's their right to do so if they pay the money but I, I, they shouldn't be under any illusion that's going to help their team to win I oh. did like what much of their pointed out that it was kind of like um, Adebayo on the sidelines going oh we should be on there and then they get on and he just, he just comes terrible yeah, and also had first two wasn't ready when he, was, <laughs> when he was subbed on as well but he's come out today and said that the, fan, the, or the players are finding it difficult at White Hart Lane because of the boos and they, they prefer playing a way because they're worried about it and he also implied that they don't understand what Pochettino's telling them to do oh, right. like, he, he, went, he went to great lengths to say we're, you know, he's clearly a very good manager and you know, we're, we're all working really hard if we could all get everything he's saying we'd win the Champions League but we're, you know, we're trying, to, trying to kind of figure it all out so maybe there's still some sort of um, language barrier there I don't well, know but that's a, certainly what he implied it seems a strange one because Southampton seemed to pick up those um, instructions from Pochettino pretty quickly because I think Southampton at that point and still now have got a bunch of players who want to work yeah. who want mm. to win and who want to do well mm. and, you, and I think there's an element of when you go to a Spurs you almost feel like oh it's a big club you know it's in London I've all, I made it I'm, you know, Spurs play lovely football all this other crap it's absolute bullshit the only thing Spurs needed as a bit of inspiration was watching the team they were playing against mm. who fought hard for every ball worked yeah. their bollocks off mm. and deserved to get the result because Stoke knew they could outwork Spurs and they knew that um, Spurs the fans would get on their back I, I, I personally think if you're going to boo the team Boo at the final whistle. Let yeah. them know how you feel about it. Well, they, uh, you know, they very deliberately played a song at the final whistle. Apparently, straight so, away, yeah. just played to, music to cover it. <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah. It's getting really, really bad. But the, the, the bottom line is, Pochettino's start as a manager has been worse than uh, manager, uh, I think the last three or four managers at Spurs mm. in terms of points picked up in the first few games in charge. But you know what's going to happen at Spurs? The, the manager will pay with his job. The players won't pay with their jobs, and the chairman won't pay with his job when he's made a series of absolutely appalling decisions over and over again. Mm. Are they, are they he booing repeatedly right? doesn't buy the players the managers want. Yeah, exactly, so, yeah. I mean, hamstrings them to start with, doesn't it? Um, what about that Chadley goal, though? We've got to mention that. Yes, yeah. it's a nice I, one. I know you eventually scored, but <laughs> that is, it's one of those strikes where it's so flipping sweet. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a technically very good player, and as Jim rightly pointed out, correct me, he's having, a, he's having a much better season this season. But I just think with Lamella and Ericsson, whatever, obviously clearly really skilled, talented players, but I don't want to come across as like a little Englander, so, oh, you know, you should be working hard and putting your foot in. You, but you do really genuinely need players you can rely on, and you need players you can rely on every week. And um, someone said something to me the other day about Lamella, about that, that um, Rabona goal he scored. Mm, mm. Um, it was a Spurs fashion. He said, well, oh, the fact that he's trying that 
shows you how inconsistent he is as a player. <laughs> of course, I like it when he does it, but that's a little bit two-faced. You, I, I want him to put a shift in. I want him to play work hard for the team, and I want him to consistently perform for us. Yeah. Not just to, Because in a way, that is pure Spurs, isn't it? And Spurs fans will probably agree with this. That Lamella Rabona is pure Spurs. Mm. Headline, something that will go on a DVD. Do you know what I mean? It would yeah. be a headline, sort of flashy bit of skill. Yeah. But And Roy Keane said it in his autobiography. We'll do Spurs every time. We know we will, because they can't do it. They cannot do it. <laughs> that's right. And this must be a mentality that sweeps through the whole team all the time. Yeah. Uh, Mido, former Spurs player, tweeted, this is the worst Spurs team for 10 years. That is a low point. Good. Sticking well, if, the boot if, in. If, if Mido's saying it. That's big of him. I'm referring to his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, uh, but I did think Stoke were very good, and I thought Stoke, I think Stoke executed their game, game plan really well. They knew what that to do to beat Spurs, and they mm. just played. In a way, it's a perfect game for a team like Stoke, because they can, they can just go steamroll a team like Spurs but when they're in bad form and they know Spurs are vulnerable at home and fair play to them the perfect murder once again yeah. from Mark Hughes <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Swansea 2 Arsenal 1 Sanchez again mm, also a lot of, to be fair a lot of similar points to what we've just said about yeah, Spurs yeah they are similar at the moment going, they, yeah, they are, it's weird but like yeah they, there's just a lot of players going missing there and not doing the basics Like there seems to be very minimal pressing from, from absolutely anyone in that team and also mm. there seems to be this really loose idea of what players positions are they just never mm. seem to be where they need to be so they're getting pulled apart all over the place and yeah I mean I'm worried that the only real progress we've made because at the beginning of this season everyone was optimistic you know we thought we might even have a title challenge on which seems like an absolute joke now I think it, it looks like the only realistic progress we've made is that we'll, we'll now be able to sell a better calibre of player to Man City <laughs> yeah I, th- I, I think worry about it at the risk of, of being just a moaner this week I just think that's immature nonsense from Arsenal absolute nonsense I mean, to go go up against Swansea, who are a good team. Yeah, especially after the Anderlecht game, which is a yeah, joke. Yeah, indeed. And did you see the amount of players they're pushing on forward when they're 1-0 up? Of course, yeah. I'm not saying you completely change your philosophy and your mentality and do a, a Sven or an Eriksson not know what to do when you're one goal up. Yeah. But you, they had, uh, I think someone screen captured it at one point. I saw match it of the day, there were seven was it players. Match of the day? Yeah. yeah, seven players were yeah. fighting the ball. And, and Swansea are a team to be respected this season. They're doing Absolutely. all right. They've beaten us a few times at our own game. You've mm. got to respect them at that and, and expect them to really push you hard in a similar manner to how you're trying to play. And, the, the buck has to start with Wenger there. You know, he, he can tell his, pl- his players not to do these things. It's not like they've just started doing them. They've been very inconsistent in terms of their responsibilities all season. It's how, many, how, many, how many of those forward players, probably Wilshire and um, Welbeck aside, how many of them do you think like, genuinely really care about sort of grinding out results in the Premier League every week? They, well, they just seem to overplay it all the time. Yeah. And not really, uh, they don't, they're not in the habit of winning. They're not in a winning no. habit. And 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 they will and they will get that at some point in the season. We'll see them win about eight games yeah, in a row. Always do that. But the thing yeah. is, they'll they'll start with a few quiet quiet wins where yeah. they. They win ugly, but they win, and then the form will go from there. If the pattern Arsenal seem to follow every season uh, continues, but I mean that—that's the rot that has to be stopped, doesn't it? And it feels like a season's over already. It really yeah. does. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, the season's over for everyone. Nobody's cashing Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true, yeah. yeah. Well, Newcastle five wins in a row. I know, yeah. they could do. It. But uh, but Swansea are going very very well indeed. Yeah, and uh, to go one nil down against Arsenal, Arsenal were looking the better side. Uh, they're in control of the game, Marcus. They're yeah. in control of the game. Absolutely, it's their own fault. Yeah, but but they get a free kick. Sigurdsson dispatches it superbly. Yeah, beautiful goal. Beautiful He's goal. having a great season, and it's so nice to see him uh, back at Swansea because Spurs. Again, there's a lot of uh, competition for places in there, so I, I understand why uh, maybe he, he he couldn't flourish so much. Uh, but but great to see him back there playing wonderful stuff. And then Gomez comes on and uh, his first goal in the league. I, I yeah, believe. and, and there's a funny little uh, celebration. Yeah, we'd been linked with Gomez a lot, and mm. I'd always thought, no, please don't get him. He'll just be another sort of just not quite good enough player and he would be but he's, he's come back to haunt me without ever actually having signed for him <laughs> yeah. it, it was weird wasn't it his celebration yeah. it was like he was I don't know I well, thought it was well, quite underwater. Camp. I thought it was quite camp in its own way mm. sort of like a bit like the, when the whole City Tigers fans do that oh yeah that's <laughs> a bit weird isn't it yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean talking of Arsenal signing players Jim apparently they've signed 15 year old Brooklyn Beckham on a one year deal yeah, we have does the, that excite we, you we have the whole Beckham brood in the academy apparently it's not just Brooklyn yeah. on a one year deal what why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it, it. it almost seems like a needless PR move doesn't yeah. it <laughs> I guess it's effectively a, a, a year long trial isn't yeah. it well or Chelsea and Manchester United were reportedly interested it's a funny one that isn't it because you are effectively signing like a child star I can't think of there ever having been an equivalent of that. Maybe you were when he was younger. Yeah. But, like, I mean, he's. Brooklyn Beckham is like a celebrity in his own right already. Yeah. So but he could, I mean, he, could, he could be a year and a half away from a, a debut. Uh, yeah. The way for modern football is, you know, yeah. you, you make your debut on 17 nowadays yeah, in, yeah. The, in the cup matches and stuff. Wasn't there an Does Arsenal it, player who made his debut in the League Cup at 16 a while, while yeah. back? In the League Cup, I think. I'm sure there was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we've had plenty of those. How I old think was Fabregas was 16 when How he was? How old was Gnabry? He was very young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that might have even been him. Yeah. 
Um, I would question his drive, being the son of a millionaire. That's all. Would you? Mm. Well, it's another meter. I was about sure. to say, we've already yeah, uh, heard I th- from one of I think Gianluca Vialli was also one of those, and either they're right, so yeah. mm. mixed bag. Can go either there way. Either way. Mm. Um, uh, Liverpool 1, Chelsea 2, uh, Emery Chan with his first goal uh, for Liverpool. Unless you count it as a Cahill own goal. It was a deflection, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think it's hard to take it away from Well, Chan. Cahill uh, certainly got one at the uh, other afternoon, end. At the right he? end. Yeah, the right afternoon. He should have given away a pen as should well. Should have got a, Yeah, it was, it was a strange one. Um, did Liverpool... Did they, did they benefit from resting players or, or, or people perceive them to rest players against Real Madrid in the Champions League? I think if you look at both scorelines, Marcus, you can probably work out the answer yourself. <laughs> well, I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking about performance, you pedantic little prick. <laughs> wow. Um, Fair enough. had a long day, a long weekend. <laughs> Performance-wise, uh, Real Madrid were... Um, well, played it like a testimonial game. So, I mean, it wasn't... Mm. I mean, the thing about the whole Rodgers resting players is who's to say who Liverpool's best side is? Yeah. I, mean, I don't think Rodgers even knows at this point. So, it's very difficult to ascertain that. And when he rested all those players for the Real Madrid game, it's not as they had off the back of like eight wins in a row. Mm. And he was like, oh, you're going to kill all the momentum. What, the yeah. momentum of not doing anything? <laughs> so, <laughs> those players he brought in, lot, there were international players that he brought in there. Yeah. These are not weak players. These are not players no one's ever heard of. Uh, and, they, and, and it's disrespectful to those squad members who are worthy of the, the money they earn and, and, and the position they've got within world football to go and get a result there the problem Liverpool have got is like, I've said it a hundred times before I don't know what team they are I don't know what, what they're trying to do and um, Rodgers needs to pull his finger out because I think you know they stuck by him rest. When he, they, picked, they stuck by him when he came seventh last year but what he's uh, the, sorry the season before last but what he's now does raise expectations yeah, and mm-hmm. if he doesn't if he doesn't deliver on them which it doesn't look like he's going to league wise and he's probably not going to do that in the Champions League either but the trouble was they, they're in trouble they, they lose Luis Suarez is probably their best player and, and also and they have, they have so many more games because yeah. they're in Europe again that's right um, I mean you take I mean, join the red white and cop uh, forums <laughs> wonderful yes they are not yeah. indicative of normal Liverpool fans Pete <laughs> <laughs> okay there you are yeah. Um, I mean, if you take what was it, fifty-one goals out of the side, yeah, it's going to make a difference. But the trouble is, unless you're police machine, unless. But um, yeah. but of course, they, they you people thought they might have bought quite well. Obviously, it's not looking so good now with with Balotelli and, and Lambert's not really getting much of a game. But Sturridge is, is such a is such a mm. miss. I mean, they're 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 not conceding that many. They're not sort of getting hammered. Yeah. It is more going forward. But if you remember last season, they didn't play so well at the start of the season. When they got going, they um, they were always going to outscore the opponent. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, so much football to go yet, isn't it? It's hard to make any sort of grand statement about how a team are going to um, shape up over the course of it. But I mean, you look at Lambert and Balotelli, and both of those players for very different reasons. They're better than we're seeing. Surely, sooner or later, that's mm. going to. It's come more in. just the way they come out. The tra- traps last season, Liverpool yeah. would just they would just hit you immediately with speed and pace yeah. and verve and vigor, and, and and they they and their counter attack game is strong too. The game would be over by half time a lot of yeah, time, wouldn't it? Yeah. They would just come out the blocks so well, but. This season they're just not doing that. They look a bit, look a bit more cautious, a little bit because they've had a couple of stinking results. They're um, yeah. they're it's, a bit scared of it. It's so funny how, with hindsight, you look back at what they, they achieved last season. I, I, I genuinely last season um, thought of them as quite a tactically versatile, impressive, like decent team who could play a number of different formations. A yeah. four-three, three to four. So much of that was based on Suarez and Sturridge. It was, it was all, all attack based. It was, but I actually think that Baratelli would be a much better or a far better performer and much more effective operator up front with someone else. Mm. So, of course, he hasn't got the option of doing that with Sturridge at the moment because Sturridge is injured, but so why not try it with Lambert? Yeah. To see what happens. Yeah. I mean, people are saying they're not very well suited, but I mean, how do you know? They're not doing mm. anything anyway. And, and the problem is, you take all those goals away, that's one part of it, and the other part of it is they just can't stop conceding. Even if you were to push Coutinho or Sterling up there, just try it. It just, it, just sounds, it just sounds too much like a conventional, kind of very English formation that he, he's just not interested in doing. Mm. Well, we've ruled football for 100 years, mate, so... Yeah. You know, go back to basics. Yeah, right. he speaks the truth. Um, QPR drew to all with with Manchester City. Another decent result. Yeah, for, they really look. They've got something about them for now. the super hoops. Yeah, Charlie Hostel also had to score three times. He's got a hat trick. Yeah. An imperfect hat trick. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> what I, the I, weird law is that like is that? Well, one was for offside. Yeah, of course he was miles offside yeah, as yeah. well. But the, the one with Joe Hart, the Joe Hart goal kick. The law has essentially protected him from making a massive mistake. Yeah. Correct. So it's, it's, punished, it's actually punished the striker when it should be punishing the goalkeeper for being so technically awful. <laughs> but didn't, he, didn't he then get to just take the kick again? It has to be retaken, that's the law. So, yeah. I mean, credit to Joe Hart for knowing that. Because the moment he did it, he was shouting to the referee, I kicked it twice, I kicked it twice. I mean, uh, I, I suppose, I, I, as I don't, a goalkeeper, he probably should know the rules. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel comfortable oh, giving Joey Hart any sort of credit in this particular instance. <laughs> <laughs> because it was absolutely yeah. shocking. Yeah. yeah. Well... <laughs> 
Head and shoulders is two and one as well. So <laughs> that's it, Pete. You've said it, man. But Charlie Austin's getting to real, going to real good form. Hell now. of a finish. Yeah, brilliant. There's, there was uh, a little bit of talk that he may um, be considered for England in, in the future. Obviously, not this time around. He's mm. he's got in. Um, Bobby Zamora flicked one in off Di Michaelis. I love Zamora. He, he loves to set up a goal. He's even setting up own goals now. It's great yeah. stuff. He's, mm. he's a, like I say, if he can stay fit and they can utilise him as much as possible. Man City is slipping up all over the place. I mean, I Chelsea are, are really enjoying it. Yeah, the only the, the thing is the only reason Chelsea aren't miles further ahead of, of, of everyone else is because Southampton are having this freakish start to the season. Yeah. They just keep winning. Well, did you see actually Mourinho said when he was talking about how it might shape up at the end, and he he said something like Southampton have the best chance, almost just to plant a little mind game early, yeah. Yeah. Just in, case. in case he needs it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little seed of pressure. That is super. I don't think Ronald Koeman feels any pressure though. It's just no. whether the players will. Ronald Koeman's having a lovely old time. Oh, great stuff. Yeah. Absolutely great stuff. Um, Burnley beat Hull 1-0. First win back in, in the Premier League. They're, they're two points from safety. But Ashley Burns with a nice header. Lovely header. Um, I'm genuinely starting to get concerned for Sean Dyche's voice. Mm. <laughs> it's, worse, it's worse than AVB's at its very lowest ebb. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sex out yet, isn't it? It's throatier and deeper than for AVB. Yeah. <laughs> because I think Sean Dyche is a much more expressive man. <gasps> <laughs> probably shouts a it's lot like more. a sine wave yeah. <laughs> or rather sawtooth possibly yeah. <laughs> if only we had some abstract analogy to describe him I don't know um, but that really is good for Bernie because when a side gets promoted and, and, and the side not um, with the resources and riches, uh, riches of the others if they start going on bad runs, they can they can carry on and carry on, and there was concern that they may finish with even less points than that Derby County. Well, it's side. hard for them to f- fully convince themselves that they belong to be at that level. They yeah, can't yeah, win. That's right. And the other point, is and a clean sheet as well. Though. That's important. I mean, Burnley's home home um, home record uh, reasonably. I mean, they had like a few clean sheets in a row, didn't they? Back in back a month or two ago. Mm. But um, of course, they have trouble scoring goals. But one thing that's worth mentioning is that Hull City are sleepwalking into the relegation battle. Yeah, they've won one of their last ten, and it's strange, they're in real because, trouble because Hull, he's, Bruce has assembled quite a decent side there. We all thought were, that, didn't we? Yeah, but they're not doing anything at all. But it could be one of those ones that slip under the radar because you forget. Yeah. You think, oh yeah, Hull are actually they're all right now. I think they're right amongst it now. Mm. Right down there. They, as, as I was going to say, I think they've got something like six points in the last eight games. I know the tenth of November. Got a long way to go. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. It's always good to get a date reminder. Yeah, Dates exactly. with yeah. Pete Donaldson. Yeah. Mm. Um, with but- Date Donaldson, <laughs> he'll, he'll do them all. <laughs> <laughs> all 365 of them. <laughs> <laughs> but Newcastle, eh? They march on. Pardew's men march. They've on. They've got a date with destiny. Yeah, yeah right. They do. Eleven little messiahs. Yeah. Hateful. Yeah. Hateful response. Well, is you... it fair to say that Perez that Perez goal was um, one of one of uh, one of the latest miracles? <laughs> it was a beauty, wasn't it? Great, yeah. He he looks so lightweight at the start of the season, and I still think he looks lightweight. But uh, he's a young as man, well, as well as Cabella. To be fair, I think he's. Uh, what about Jan, I think he's quite Yeah, he's excellent. But again, I, in the same way that we've always had pretty decent um, forward players mm. uh, in right back and left back positions, I do worry about their defence sometimes. <laughs> do Newcastle fans know what to do at the moment? No, it's difficult, isn't it? Well, yeah. it is difficult because I, I still, I still think Pardew's not the man for the job. Uh, but Despite he, this I, run, I, no, you know what? Any other manager would learn from what happened at the start of the season and sort of go, "Look, thank my lucky stars that my players are firing and they're together as a group." But I just don't think Pardew learns anything from from matches like that. So well, what's he doing now then? He's just sort of going, "I'm brilliant!" Ha yeah. ha ha! Is Le- he? Well, let me just respond with Newcastle's best run for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big love to Pardiola. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to give him the blame when he fucks everything up, you can give him the credit when he gets it right. Bobby Robson got fired when we were fifth. Yeah, yeah, saying. And, I, and, I, and I agreed with that decision at the time. That says more about your own Damn. mental health yeah, it does than anything, doesn't it? Well, Newcastle tests it. <laughs> every, it's not surprised so many of you are broken. <laughs> Do you not think it's fair that if, you, if Pardew gets all the stick for the poor results, he should get, at least get some of the credit for the good results? I'm not, I'm not, not giving him any, any um, credit where credit is due. I'm you just still want him to I still don't think he's a progressive manager. Well, I, I, don't think, I don't think he... The, the players are firing individually. And I always worry when a set of players say we're playing... We want to play under, under Alan Pardew. We always we want to play under this manager because that makes me think he's not working them hard enough. Yeah, he's getting again. In the same way that Harry, you know, everyone wants to play under Harry because you just sort of said, "I'd oh, get out there and enjoy yourself." You know? Are you yeah. annoyed that Newcastle are now winning games? No, Pete? I'm not, and I think that's well, a you misnomer. Don't sound I think that's a misnomer. I'm annoyed that I'm being asked whether. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. It's, my, I think it's I th- my fault, isn't it? I think Pardew's yeah. a laughable, risible individual, but I still very much enjoy it when they win because it confuses all the Newcastle fans. They're <laughs> like, "What? What are we doing now?" <laughs> Take the banners down. The yeah. banners are gone. Mm. Have they gone now? Because there was a there was a banner went up saying Pardew back from the dead, wasn't there? Yeah, by one prick <laughs> dressed as a Skellington. 
Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. <laughs> well, there we are. Um, mm. Are we going to see Sammy Amiobi in an England shirt oh, one day? Don't make me wet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. Um, yeah, there's no reason why not. I tell you what, he looks okay. lively. Looks as, good. as I've said before, he's never disappointed in a Newcastle shirt for me. Few people that I know don't like him. I re- I like him. I really like him. I like he's him. Brilliant. He's the gra- just... the gra- I think he might be the man to get the, get the crowd into Wembley Stadium again. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. yeah but he's pa- a big stumbling mess. I love it. Yeah. But Pardew is getting the. Um, Best out of him, isn't he? He's putting him on the pitch. <laughs> and he only put him on the pitch at the start of the season because he was desperate and he mm. had no players on the left-hand side. Like so, when he yeah. played Cissé when he was still sort of injured yeah, because exactly. he needed something, yeah. yeah. Good management. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent, <laughs> I'd say. Um, uh, West Brom, Berahino, he's got his first thing in call-up. Yeah, yep. good, good, for, good for him. Yeah, I, I think know. that's worth it. Deserves it. I don't know how that's going to affect his uh, his mentality because he's got a bit of a reputation as being a sort of big-time Charlie. Oh, really? Well, he got chinned by James Morrison last season, didn't he? Because apparently he was just unbearable. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> believing his own that. hype and stuff. And apparently Morrison's like a bit more of a down-to-earth type character. Uh, I'd imagine he would be. Yeah, and they'd have a dust-up. So I don't know whether this is going to affect Berahino's mindset. I don't know the guy, so it may not, mm. but, but um, he obviously is, is one of these sort of guys he likes to be confident. Maybe if James Morrison chins him literally every time he steps out of <laughs> yeah. line, then that'll quite literally beat it out of here's him. Your, here's, your, here's your fourth in cap. Bang! Bang. Yeah. <laughs> every time. First thing in goal, you say. That's a paddling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in the morning. Yeah. Well, well, they, Morrison plays with Scotland, doesn't he? Yeah. And so they could come up against each other mm. in uh, the friendly at Celtic Park. I think Morrison mm. will... Relish that more than Berahino. I thought so. I thought so. Cheered on by what sixty thousand or whatever it would be. Michael, just uh, briefly on England. Michael Carrick's back now. England need to find a, if, if Hodgson's going to play a diamond, or whether it is or not. They need another player in there, whether it be with Jordan Henderson or playing that uh, sort of pivot uh, quarterback role, if you will. And he's clearly gone um, for Michael Carrick. Then it's funny because he seems to have. Um jettisoned older more experienced players in the case of Glenn Johnson of course isn't playing that well and, and, and is, is having injury problems here and there but there's a good replacement for Glenn Johnson absolutely true that's a fair point um, but with Carrick it, it seemed to me at some point rightly or wrongly that Hodgson considered him to be not really selectable anymore I mean he's not played an awful lot of football he's part of the old guard really isn't he despite, despite playing in those I think he played in those two England games that just before for, for qualification the last two England games before yeah. they went to the tournament and then he, and then he was left out yeah so, but, he, but he's back but I, I, was, I was surprised Stuart Danner was put, called Stuart up as well Downing, last we, week I said there's no chance he'd get called well, up well he obviously didn't listen to well, the podcast well. <laughs> again no, I mean, was... Hodgson's got to take a look at him, himself, hasn't he? He can't sort of, you know, just look back on Downing's previous England exploits and judge it on that. But what we were but saying... Yeah, but I don't think... Well, I know what you're going to say. Like, mm. He's not going to get picked in this, in this position he's excelled in for West Ham this season. Oh, no, so but... The problem is, it's a bit of a waste of a pick. In the, with the greatest respect to Stuart Downing, I mean, I think he's a good player, he's having a good season, I'm pleased for him, genuinely. Um, because I think he was sort of quite harshly treated at Liverpool and, and it didn't really work out for him for whatever reason. I think, as I said last week, he's a player that likes to operate under the radar, just go about his business, and there's no chance he's going to be relied upon in the hole where he's playing for West Ham for yeah. England. And, and the best he's going to get in that role is 20 minutes at the end. And it, I, th- I actually suspect he probably will be played out of position if he plays at all. So to me, it doesn't really seem like a very progressive pick. But then England aren't exactly spoiled for choice, are yeah, they? So exactly. it's I mean, he's got a 
he's got to see what he's got, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, indeed. He's got to see what What do you think got. about Dan being, being picked up? Well, you took the words out of my mouth, didn't mm. you? You know what I was going to say. Um, now I'm going to say championship. Mm. Mm. Time for the championship. Derby 5, Wolves nil. Derby go top of the league. Mm. Steve McLaren's mate. It's a shame for Wolves, actually. They've been excellent this season so far. They're, they're still, still in, in the mix-up. Yeah, they're yeah. still in the mix. Um, but, but Derby um, slightly coughed and spluttered at the start of the season, but they've, they've certainly got going now. And the way that they missed out last year... Well, I think, it might be a bit of a playoff yeah. disappointment hangover at the start of the season. Of course. Yeah. And I think that uh, what McLaren's done there is quite quite fantastic in in light of uh, recent seasons that, that Derby have had. They they didn't really kick on so much under under Clough. It was always pretty solid. Um, but but it's, it's very exciting times down there. They've got a great crop of youngsters, and McLaren said, I've never known a, a group of players so hungry and in all their lives and uh, they were obviously um, hungry like the Wolves but there's some really good uh, yeah hungry for the Wolves there's some really um, good teams in the championship I mean at the top of the championship Middlesbrough are impressive very good side um, Bournemouth under Eddie Howe who's, I mean Eddie, he's doing such a good job it's ridiculous I mean both teams drew nil nil they, they stay second and third yeah, absolutely. I mean, Bournemouth, I mean, Bournemouth in the Premier League would be unbelievable. I mean, because remember that, that would be a, yeah the story of Eddie Howe when he went to Burnley and didn't really work out for him, and he said, oh, "I've learnt my lessons now. I want to stick with Bournemouth. I think we can go all the way." Blah blah blah. There's no chance I'll be tempted because he has he has started to be linked with some other clubs now again because yeah. he's doing such a good job mm. and he's such a young manager. I mean, when he took over Bournemouth, I believe there were a few players in the squad older than him. It was difficult for him <laughs> to go. I think he was only 31, something like that. Very young. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's in his second spell now, doing really well. They're playing some nice football. They had a massive result away at Birmingham. Of course. I, quite a poor side at the moment but to beat them 8-0 at, yeah. in Birmingham staggering I mean, they're flying it, looks, it sounds to me I didn't see the game but it sounds to me that um, Bournemouth and Middlesbrough sort of uh, cancelled each other out a little bit hmm. um, but Middlesbrough went away you know Middlesbrough are great anyway they went away to Brighton and had a good result and, and, and so it's a long trip for Bournemouth up to Middlesbrough so they'll take a point there no doubt yeah totally I mean Watford were top for a little while then they're down in fifth now I mean there's only a few points of course in it but Ipswich they're up to fourth and it was only just two points off the top spot a great win for them at home to Watford it's such a consistently competitive league at the top. Yeah, uh, championship is really good. To, good to watch, and the top is massive. It is, yeah. Brentford are doing really well as well. Well, yeah. Brent, they beat Millwall away, yeah, and that, that the, the bees are up to six, and they were promoted last season. And they've beat, I think they've beaten Forest and Derby, and now they've had another great result. Brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Well done, Championship. And what's what's the latest on Stuart Pearson? Yeah, Forest? exactly. Yeah, let's talk about Pearson Forest, shall we? Far two away. one win. Thank you against, against Norwich at home. Scored, you're right, two goals in the last five minutes, but still. So I think, I think since we last recorded, they did lose one and win one, so they're still. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's the a first win in ten. To mark. Besides, I don't want to get far too quick. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a like, lot of fun out of it, isn't it? Yeah. Last week in February. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. And then we won't, we refuse to report it to a March ramble. <laughs> <Does> it, <laughs> yeah, is it including March? Yeah, it's it's just it's by March. It's by March. Oh, goalposts are getting moved left, right, yeah. and centre, which is good for the summer. Just to appear to try. You didn't say which March. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always that, right. That was going to be my get out of jail. That was it. Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'll let them by. Like, it's fine, Marcus. I won't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely will not need Excellent. it. Um, what about the Scottish Premiership? Aberdeen. Oh, they they, they lost two one um, at home to Celtic. The Celtic are top on goal difference with a game in hand. It's. I mean, I know there was a minority of people that thought Celtic would eventually get back to the top of the league, um, and they have. But I mean, they entertained Dundee next, so it could yeah. be all changed. It's like the Championship down there. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of Championship, let's go to the Scottish one. Yeah, um, they've got their version. Uh, Hearts beat uh, Ray Throvers one nil. Oz took uh, with another long range Done it sc- again. It's, it's incredible. It's brilliant. It's it wasn't quite spectacular. Move. I mean, the keeper may have. Done it was still a great goal. But did you see what Alan, hit one from thirty yards? Alan Stubbs, the manager of Hibs, now. I think he yeah. is. And he said after um, Ostap scored that goal against Hibbs, yeah. uh, in the post-match interview apparently, he said um, if he tries that 999 more times, he'll never score again. Well, he's wrong. Yeah. Joke's on you, yeah. Stubbs. <laughs> Straight away. And he hit, he hit a 25-yard free kick, which just went over the bar. My goodness, that's a weapon though, isn't it? Because if, if, you, if your defender can do that, I mean, who knows? Lightning maybe struck twice there. Yeah. Um, but if he's taken free kicks, he's obviously got a bit of a, a, a bit of a dig on it. Bit of an Albert mm. but if he sort can, of character. Well, yeah. <laughs> nice. But if he, if he brings it... Well, no, Albert never thrashed the ball, did he? he was I like, remember shit. him scoring a few... twatted there. A few uh, thrashed <laughs> belters. Maybe I've got that wrong in my memory, but... Did Pete, did Albert wasn't known for a belter, was he? Not it? really. Cheat, cheat. We did that it was just that one too, didn't he? Okay, well. Um, but if, if Oztook gets the ball from, from centre-back and brings it out, and if people think, oh man, we'll have to close him, 
drags a player out of position. Yeah. But the goal he scored um, at the weekend, no one closed him down at all. He, no, exactly. He, he just strolled into well, a they're have to be prime right. range. The, yeah. <laughs> what he did, right, Otherwise was he, known was as he the ran down the half. pitch yeah. and then yeah. he hit the ball and then it was a <laughs> Went goal. In, yeah. He also took a look at the goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Shall we go to Germany? Oh, I should, or, before you say that, I should say that it was Ewan Hall who told me about the, um, the Alan Stubbs quotes. So thanks for that, Ewan. Well, we do. Before we leave the great British Isles, let's talk about the FA Cup first round. What you got, Luke? You're, you're quite keen on this. I think it's a brilliant weekend. I think it's a brilliant mm. weekend of football. I mean, the third round of the FA Cup is my favourite weekend in the fo- domestic football calendar. Really? Yeah, just because you get um, you just get amazing. I love the well, the only thing I don't really like about it is the patronising tone. Of, of the commentators and the pundits yeah, who, yeah. Who, feel, who feel the need to like tell every list- yeah. viewer and listener what every person these troglodytes <laughs> have never had a reason to live before this <laughs> yeah. they've all got real actual jobs can you believe it what you, what this I like is the proletariat it. in action they probably all earn more money than all those commentators anyway but what I like about it is the commentators you'll get like some quite rough ones that don't really get that much uh, television exposure but Robbie Savage it, it oh, yeah. wasn't on all of them so <laughs> Robbie Savage's commentary was absolutely bizarre yeah it actually started to sound like Ray Hudson, you know, the yeah. crazy guy that oh, does yeah. it in America. He, he, he was just so excitable, which is even worse than the normal Robbie I've Savage. heard him on 606, and he sounds pissed. I'm not saying he is yeah. pissed, he just sounds pissed. Uh, he strikes me as the sort of he person be, who though. would would go a bit mad if he'd had too much, like, fizzy drink. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Mm, maybe. Yeah, maybe but the show, the showpiece, um, at the risk of actually talking about the football that happened, the, the, show, the showpiece uh, results were Conference North Worcester City. Beat Coventry at the Rico Arena. Mm. It was incredible. It was a good, it was it was good really, goal as well. Really Drilled into the corner. Nice. Yeah. It was a lovely goal. It was a great performance by them. I mean, they could have they could have been pegged back actually, but Coventry did miss a penalty, um, which is obviously a blow to them. The commentary on that game was mad as well. I don't know who it was, but you know that sometimes because there's so many games in the first round, they just mm. probably get local radio, local yeah, news yeah, going. Yeah. The two the two commentators. Um, on that game, we're just like ranting over each other with no reason to stop, even though the other people, people were talking. It was like the fucking football ramble. Yeah. <laughs> it was really bad. How did Portsmouth get on? And they drew two all against Aldershot, and they had a man sent off. It was a poor result, really, and we, we pegged them back to two all in the end, and we got to play a replay. So. Aldershot, close to Farnborough, the birthplace, yeah. really. The Army Navy Derby on Remembrance Weekend. Lovely. Uh, should have been on every single channel. Well, <laughs> out of respect for <laughs> terrible football. Chester, um, Chester beat uh, Phil Brown's um, South End. That was good. And, yeah. uh, nice to see. Wayne Rooney's brother plays for Chester up front. Oh, does he? Yeah, John did, Rooney. Didn't he have yeah. a trial in, like, uh, wasn't he playing for the MLS for was, a while? He was at Macclesfield for sure, I know that. Right. Was it, wasn't he at New York Red Bull? Yeah, I think Maybe. he was, yeah. Uh, but Wayne Rooney has got more than one brother as a discount. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I think well, it's I Graham Rooney. That's, one, of them was, um, it's just, <laughs> one of them was, like, in the draft, wasn't it? Because they have draft over there, don't they? Draft. Warrington Town... The Exeter City 1-0. Warrington Town, Northern Premier, four divisions below Exeter. 100, 100 places in the league, I believe. <laughs> 100 right? places. Yeah, 100 places. Pompey failed to beat Exeter. <laughs> in the league this season. <laughs> so that shows you the measure of the result. Yep. Um, and I think the guy who scored the goal for Warrington Town is Carl Robinson of MK Don's fame, brother. Oh, right. Yeah. So a little bit of a subplot there. And Dover, Dover Athletic beat league side Morecambe as well. Dover Athletic were in the conference. Morecambe doing all right in league two. So that was quite a good result for them as well. Um, draws obviously happened tonight, so we don't mm. know what's happening um, while we're doing the show, but we shall probably update you next time. Th- Frank, that- Frank scored a lovely goal for Hartlepool as well. Did that was a love- It was a beaut. It was a peach. Oh, and we can't, we can't go on without saying Cheltenham Town mm. of league two beat Swindon of league one 5 0. That's quality, that. What that's a result. Great. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't mention that. <laughs> um, uh, that's, a, that's a lovely little roundup. <laughs> I just, um, just the names aren't quite what they are north of the border in their first round. No, that's true. That is very true. But yeah. at least the, the standard of football is far better. But so. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can't have it all, can you? If you find a phone book hilarious, go yeah. on, going off the border. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's, that, good advice. Yeah. Good advice, guys. Good advice. Um, shall we go abroad? Yes. Shall we go to Germany? Yes. Oh, I think we just have, Jim. We, yeah, we, we did. We, we did do that. that. We definitely did that. That's we were that. at Hertha Berlin nil, Hanover 2. What a cracker. A game that will go down in history <laughs> as the first Bundesliga game to feature four fully-fledged Japanese internationals. Oh, yeah, and Historic. Pete, and Pete Donaldson Brilliant. was there for it. Exactly. I enjoyed of it. Of course he was. They've I been was waiting. drinking massive beers and eating lots yeah. of curry first. Yeah. yeah we all they were that. gigantic. Jim. I was pissed by the end of it. <laughs> with just as well. With Heinz. Insight. Yeah. Far too much lager beer was drunk. <laughs> yeah. But, During the game alone. Yeah, indeed. We each had over a litre. And I still think I could defend better than Hertha. Yeah. Mm. Jim, you said it was the worst game you've been to. I think it might be the worst game in terms of, of the quality football, football I've actually been to, yes. And a litre isn't that much beer. I think it was more like two and a half litres, Jim. Right. Each. Yeah, so it was quite a lot. Um, uh, I mean, the fans were fantastic. They were. They, they, they really were. But they, they actually 
booed them off. Well, they like, reserved their booing for after the whistle, which is quite yeah. funny. It had this wonderful noise and chanting all throughout, and it was such a terrible I mean, I wonder whether it makes a difference that we don't understand what they're saying. Maybe they were just hurling very well-orchestrated abuse at the team the whole time. With an up, it seemed with really an positive, melody. and then a massive boo at the end. But Hertha fans do start off... It's not the first time I've been to Hertha at the Olympia Stadium, so I've seen it before. They do start off warming the crowd, warming the players up really yeah. well. I mean, they really support them 10, 15 minutes before the start of the game, before the kickoff. It's a mad atmosphere in there. I think that's. I mean, Hertha Berlin can offer a template to Spurs fans by saying, "Look, we'll support you throughout the game, but at the end, we're going to boo like the clappers," which is what Hertha Berlin did. <laughs> dust clappers, uh, yeah, dust. And, and I think really Hanover, who are a good side. I mean, they're in fourth on the table now. They're doing okay. I mean, you know, they're not they're not a bad side by any means. And Hertha mm. are struggling this season. Um, it was one of those games where Hertha had chances, didn't really take them. Hanover then went one goal ahead. And Jimmy Briand. Yeah, Lovely pro- finish. Yeah, it was a great finish. And then, of course, the last half an hour, you're the home side. You're, you really are obliged to start a push for an equaliser. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, come on, it's the least you can do. Yeah. And, um, uh, of course, they were caught in the break and considered another. Maybe that's what the fans were chanting. It's the least you can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go for an equaliser. It's the least you can do. Yeah, we got an email from Michael Rector. Okay. Who said, uh, by the way, I was the guy that yelled football ramble and gave you a high five five minutes before kickoff. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was yeah. very nice. Yeah, which was very nice. He said, sorry for the outburst. Um, after I sobered up, I realised that was probably slightly embarrassing for us all. It no. wasn't, Michael. Sorry for six that. years of our outburst yeah. on, on yeah. this show. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed that high yeah. five. Always nice to get a high five from, I think he was an American chap. Okay. Um, but, they're, yeah. they're known for the high five. Yeah. So I mean, if anything, it's their <laughs> story thing, checks out. <laughs> if anything, that was probably uh, a, a technically proficient high five. Well, stick to the lagers and eating the sausages. Yeah. That's right. Europeans shall dictate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, lovely old time. We recommend Berlin, don't we? we do. Absolutely, beautiful place, especially Marvelous. on a historic weekend. Mm. Yeah. There was another amazing incident in the Bundesliga, which I'm sure you're going to talk about next. Are you? Yeah. It was an it was an own glow for a World Cup winner. Yeah. Christoph yeah. Kramer from, from, from Mr Kramer he put past his own keeper from about 50 yards out to hand Borussia Dortmund victory mm. happens to the best of them yeah he's won the World Cup he Dort- had to go off with concussion yeah. <laughs> oh. his, his, his career has been pretty much punctuated with quite unfortunate happenings <laughs> Christoph Kramer even sounds like the German equivalent of Kevin Keegan he's maybe sort of <laughs> rivaling in there for the, the kind of hapless Absolutely. man of the moment um, well Dortmund are now one point behind Hertha that's, oh, there you go. Wow. Mm. Mm. They've got more so points. We backed the right horse when we decided who to go, <laughs> yeah. go and see. I think they've got more points. Dortmund have got more points and goals in the Champions League than they have in their own domestic league season. Yeah. Which is crazy. Is and very annoying, if you're me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I tell you what, let's go to Australia. Um, uh, because the other week, um, because we had such a packed running order uh, in, in previous shows, we, we, we didn't manage to squeeze this one in and then realised, actually, that was, that was pretty poor. Because Western Sydney Wanderers won the Asian Champions League the other week, beating Al-Hilal of Saudi Arabia in the final. Um, the, the, the team were only founded two years ago, taking the mick. The final's a two-legged affair. That went like the old UEFA Cup, and Wanderers won 1-0 on, uh, on aggregate. So they're officially now the best team in Asia, in Oceania. Um, as I say, only two years old, that and, team. And um, apparently 14 fans made mm. the trip to the, uh, to the game in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, in the second leg, yeah. Yeah, but I think they shouldn't be called fans. They are... Heroes. They should be referred to in the football pantheon as um, hardy souls. <laughs> 14 <laughs> hardy souls made yeah. the trip. yeah. Um, uh, Tony Popovich is a wondrous manager. Ex Crystal Palace, did he not? Did he not score a amazing own goal in Crystal Palace's Premier League season did the he? first a few years ago? I can't remember. He's, he's a defender, defensive player. I'm pretty sure it might have been against Portsmouth. It might not have been in the Premier League, but he's definitely scored. Crystal Palace fans, get in touch. Help me out here. Tony Popovich has scored a terrible own goal, once, <laughs> like a really bad one. Yeah, like a properly noticeably bad one. Not as bad as Kramer. From 50 yards different, out. Different, different. But you know... Lobbing th- your keeper from 50 yards out. The greatest own goal ever is when the guy tries to clear it and it hits it in his own face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes in. It yeah, wasn't but, that bad. But the thing but is with, with Kramer's one is... Um, yeah, if you hit the ball off your own face, obviously it's funny, but you clearly didn't mean it. But Kramer was 50 yards out. His keeper yeah. was obviously more advanced than he thought, and he chips it over him. If you you know, if you know, read that without seeing it, you just think, how has that happened? There was no pressure on him. No. no. He was trying to be too clever, wasn't yeah. he? And he didn't look up in time to see where the, keeper, the keeper's position was. Mm. And really... You know, isn't, isn't it technically to the, the coaching manual would say don't play a back pass in back in line with the goal because mm. it obviously happened to to Neville again with Paul Robinson for England once, didn't it? Yeah, was that Neville? I think it was. Wasn't no, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you had played that not in line with the goal, of course it wouldn't have gone in. No. But Kramer's really trying to be too clever yeah, there, hasn't indeed. he? Indeed. Uh, but Western uh, Sydney Wanderers. The, no, Wander- the Wanderers have lost their first three A-League matches of the season so far. Hangover, massive hangover. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eh? 
Yeah. You having that one, Jim, The Wanderers? Yeah, it's brilliant. Two years old. That's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Our show is older than that. Yeah. Much yeah. older. Compared to Brooklyn Beckham, that's <laughs> really young, isn't it? Flipping Nora. Um, uh, right now, it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is time for my Mystery Voice Game. And I gave you a Mystery Voice last time. It sounded a bit like this. Obrigado. Prazer estar participando novamente. Não é comum, né? Times considerados pequenos participarem de, 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 de finais de campeonato. And uh, if you enjoyed that... <laughs> as much as you can, you're a random uh, ex-football player. Yeah, yeah exactly. Talking. Um, I, I know who it is. Marcus knows who it is. I guessed Marcus it. guessed correctly, in yes. fact. One of the first ones ever to be uh, guessed correctly by one of the Ramblers, I do Maybe believe. after he reads out the winners, you can say who it is. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, right. Uh, the people who did get it wrong, uh, Vinnie Jones... Confusing, Carl White. Uh, we got uh, Steve Morrison went for Elano, the X Man City player, Fraser I mean, Newell. Elano's fair enough, but how have you got Steve Morrow? Kaka, go fuck yourself, says Dom Lear. Ooh, I like it rude. when people when people now try and be far too clever yeah. and are guessing things like Vinnie Jones for, yeah. I mean, I don't for know. a man who's clearly speaking Portuguese yeah, with fu- a Brazilian accent I'll fully concede <laughs> I don't know who it is but I know it, who it fucking isn't <laughs> <laughs> and it isn't Vinnie Jones uh, it's it not was, Vinnie Jones is it? no, it's, no. Okay. so do I say here where it, who it is or shall I let Marcus do the no, uh, honours? do all the Read names, the names. you got it right and then do the Marcus can, right okay the people who've got it right it's kind of quite um, difficult because uh, there's two very similar uh, players and a couple of people got it mixed up basically so uh, Gihel... no, there's a right and wrong answer, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Gihel Valari uh, got it right. Uh, Brit uh, got it right. Thomas Walker, Simon Lewis, Richard Gale, Kieran Thievam, uh, Andrew Hodgson, uh, Adam Cortham, uh, Jamie Henderson, Jack Pape, uh, Connor Gillis, uh, Anne Ramos, uh, Peter Cuthbert. Actually, no, Peter Cuthbert did not get it right. Yeah, Spike fuck Sech, you, Peter. Yeah. You are no Sech, friend of the ramble. <laughs> Julian Smith, <laughs> Thomas Sanderson, and George Forrester. Uh, now, uh, can you tell me exactly why Peter Cuthbert got it wrong, Marcus? I can, because... Mm. The answer is Gary Mabbott. Um, uh, no, <laughs> the answer is Janino Paulista. Yes. Okay, not Pernambucano. Li- because it's mm. a different bloke. Person, yeah. Yeah. Different person. Some people would have similar names. Different guy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of you got it right. A lot of you uh, didn't get it right because you went for uh, the Oi. wrong Janino. As a rule, know your Janinos. Yeah. The wrong Janino, Gromit. If you, did, if, you, <laughs> if you did get the wrong Janino and you filed your answer in good faith, you now have to run the hashtag enemy of the round. <laughs> <laughs> not friend. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah. Let's, let's not search that. Yeah, on we don't need more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the internet. Yeah. Uh, well, this is this week's noise. Uh, uh, 75 minutes here to, to work. Uh, the other play, probably 45, but uh, they ask me if uh, they come to play 50 minutes more. And if you know who that is, just to get involved at uh, voice at thefootballramble.com. Forgot my own email address there. Well done. Well <laughs> we had done. that set up special as well. Oh. Uh, 75 minutes here to, to work. Uh, the other play, probably 45, but uh, they ask me if uh, they come to play 50 minutes more. There you go. Uh, and now it's time for your highlights of the footballing week with Luke Moore. Hi, guys. Hello. Uh, hello. How's it going? It's the same me. Um, highlights of the week this week uh, yeah quite good uh, Adam <laughs> Adam Crew on Twitter says my highlight of this week is watching the Sunderland match incredibly hungover only to realise the tempo we play is perfect for someone in my state <laughs> <laughs> um, Ed Carver well, listen Ed Carver you put this on Twitter and on Facebook I saw it the first time you didn't have to put it on Facebook as well especially when you said the groundbreaking discussion on last week showed that Mourinho is a good football manager oh pathetic stick it up your bollocks yeah shove it (laughs) right up your bollocks Ed Carver Um, Tom Collier says seeing Forrest lose and anyway sorry go on that was last week. It was, exactly. Mm. We're on a new week now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Collier says, Seeing Forrest lose 3-1 at home to Brentford was a low lot of my football spectatorship, but also produced a highlight as the old guy next to me was actually wearing goalkeeper gloves to keep his hands warm. Mm. It'd work. <laughs> Not just a warm pair, but a safe pair of hands as well. <laughs> and he did, he did actually put a photo on Facebook to accompany that, and the guy is actually wearing um, a goalkeeper glove. Very no, no one's dropping that bovril. Mm. Um, yeah, David Doughty says the look dad we're on the screen not now son exchange during the minute silence (laughs) (laughs) that happens all the time that happens every year Um, uh, Damola Adarinwelli says uh, seeing Chambers who was as tall as Vieira play right back while we have Monreal who Makaleli could probably chin playing centre back (laughs) also then go on to lose the game from a cross coming in from the right back position which was headed in after Gomez aerial duel with you guessed it Monreal (laughs) thanks Arson. um 
Simon Maskell, where we touched on this earlier, he says the need for every part-time footballer to be called by name and occupation in any news. <laughs> uh, James Cooney says, uh, Perez for Newcastle being another little messiah. <laughs> Sickening. Yeah. That's your Alan Hansen, you can um, win anything with kids moment. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah it is. And we've got, uh, they're gonna, probably going to go on to win the Premier League now, Pete. You do <laughs> and uh, Alex Rapley, again, uh, something we, we touched on earlier, he says, uh, Daniel Levy trying to be a criminal mastermind by attempting to drown out the post-game booze with some soft, soft rock. Bold tosser. <laughs> he does what's, look what's, a bit like a criminal mastermind, Daniel Levy, as well. No, he looks what like someone who would aspire to be a criminal mastermind. Mm. Stinging uh, words there. I don't mm. know what song it was. If mm. anyone can fill this in, I, I, people are, saying, said, are they booing or, or is it? Are they singing "Booer" in the USA or something? Like that, something <laughs> I like think it was more soft rock than sort of. Yeah. Well, US I, I would we've hope. just been to Germany where we got a lot of cabs, so we have heard a lot of soft rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say, I hope on the 25th anniversary of the Berlin Wall coming down, it would be it would have been Scorpions' "Wind of Change." Yeah. I don't think it was. Yeah. No, sadly. But I'd like to know what what song it was because in a way that would make it more funny. Yeah. And I'd like to know that if Spurs play really badly at home next time they play at home, if they're going to change the song up or that song is just going to become synonymous with terrible Spurs performances. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, any highlights of the week from yourselves? Go to Berlin. Yeah. The game. yeah. Hanging out with you guys. Hanging out with you, Spozy. Cool. Right, Pete, well, Pete drunk so much beer that I think he missed both goals, did you, Pete? I was looking at the scoreboard for one of them and then I looked at them and I'm why are they in that weird formation where they're just around each other and, and <laughs> pumping their fists? Did it's you, like, oh, they've scored. Did <laughs> you see the scoreboard change? Because uh, that'd be quite good. Because obviously everyone's watching the match, yeah, so to see, see it change. change. Yeah, I get, but, also, quite a but also experience. when, when uh, a player went down injured, there'd be yeah. like a little, um, yeah. there'd be like a little green cross, and then it would have an advert for an apothecary. Yeah, a, par- a pharmacy. A pharmacy. Yeah. 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 I, th- I found that absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliantly cynical. It wasn't mm. as good as the the green man on the crossings. Yeah, the green man uh, on the crossings um, in Berlin wears a little hat. So does the red enjoyed. man. As well. Yeah, they, I mean they both got hats, but you, you brought up the green man. So and I said, why don't they have? Why doesn't like Coca Cola or something? Or someone's got that's got a mascot like Sega or something. Have Sonic the Hedgehog as the green man on the London's um, traffic lights, and you said, "Don't be so capitalist." Yeah, I th- I'd like yeah. some stuff to not have advertising on. Yeah, it. yeah you were basically you at- saying, "Why don't we privatise every tiny little?" But thing? But what I'm saying is that I've got to walk down Oxford Street every Christmas where it's a sponsored bloody Christmas light. It drives me up the wall. But Peter, it's horrible. if you're going to do sort of computer game characters with the red and green man, surely Mario and Luigi. Yeah, yeah. He wears red, Mario, Luigi wears green. Yeah, but he doesn't. Neither of them mean stop or go. I mean, oh, you said Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, he's go. He's go. Yeah, that's a good point. He's, he's actually go. very much go. He's very much go. Good well, you'd have to change the light Mario's, to blue, wouldn't you? Mario's jump, isn't he? Yeah, I suppose so. He used to call jump man, I think. But you couldn't have just Sonic for green and then yeah. normal red for go. That would no, odd. he would be Dr. Robotnik because he's red and he's evil. And he, and he, wants, to st- he wants to stop Sonic. Yeah, okay. It's off a discussion. Yeah. My highlight of the week isn't any of that. My highlight of the week was, was earlier when I was on a, on a different job. I uh, was talking to Kevin Gallagher, lovely chap. Oh, yeah. And uh, obviously uh, uh, we, we were talking about Scotland and one thing or another. We were talking about Billy Connolly, and I obviously presented <laughs> my Billy Connolly impression to him. And he immediately went, oh, yeah, it's a little bit of Craig Brown in there. I said, I'm glad you said that, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Billy Connolly and Craig Brown are completely interchangeable. And, well, now, we, yeah. and now we know why. One of the two greatest uh, Scotsmen. Okay. Um, and well, then, I'm sure Kevin Gallagher would disagree. And then um, Kevin... Well, I'm not sure, actually, because then uh, Kevin Gallagher and I started, uh, as Andy Brattle described it, having what can only be described as a Craig Brown-off. Is his Craig Brown any good, Kevin Gallagher? It's very good. In fact, I, I, I pulled a few tips from it. Yeah, because he's already Scottish. <laughs> he's half the, oh, halfway yeah. there, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. So you, he hasn't got to do as much of a stretch. Yeah, indeed. So, but, you put, so now you're doing... You're, now are you trying to, is this your roundabout way of saying you're now possessor of a much better Craig Brown? Yeah. I don't you, know have you much, added some flourish? Well, it's the rolling of the R okay. that, 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 that Gallagher um, uh, informed me of. The, the, the old thurum. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> you know. Do you want a bit of uh, updated news? Yeah, go on. Up mm. to the minute, FA Cup second round draw. Yeah, uh, definitely. News. Yeah. Scunthorpe-Worcester, it's a pretty good match. Hartlepool versus Bly Spartans, a local derby. Hello. Oh, wonderful. That is a local. Who mm. have Portsmouth slash Aldershot got? Oh, I don't know. Well, Gateshead have got Warrington. Yeah. Mm. Gateshead could get into the third round. Bloody mm. Nora. Wow. Any Exciting. of those teams could. Yeah, that's mm. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sort of filling now, aren't we? <laughs> no, we're, no we're, we're providing a service. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, uh, that's the end of the show. Unless in any more for any more? No. Uh, I'd really like to know who Portsmouth or Aldershot have got. But yeah. You can't tell me. That's fine. That's uh, fine. I will be in a second. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, well, if you want to get in touch, Oxford, the e- Tranmere, <laughs> the email address: Show at the The Twitter is at Football Ramble, and the website is the Football Ramble dot com.
Pete, what about... Uh, oh, no, it's International Week. International Weekend. So, yeah. Oh, I had it and it, it disappeared. Damn you! Oh, well. Mobile I'll phone. I'll find that on the way out. Never mind, you find it. Oh, Portsmouth or Aldershot versus Northampton or Rochdale. Oh, get beaten that. No, <laughs> I'll lose no. that. Lovely old job. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. See you later. Alfie the same. <laughs> is dead. In other news, I'm going to leave you, mother, <laughs> says Roger Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do headlines. You do another one. All right. Online, on mobile, and on digital radio, this is... Football Ramble News. Macaulay Culkin found in hat... That's oh, you've joined us, have you, Jim? Yeah. Jim Campbell arrives 